0: You're listening to a podcast from BJSM.
1: Indeed you are listening to a BJSM podcast and this one is directed to our undergraduate listeners. Undergraduate sports medicine, undergraduate clinicians of all kinds will benefit by hearing from Liam West. Liam is a medical student at uh, University Hospital of Wales in Cardiff. And he's been very proactive in engaging in sports medicine development, creating opportunities for himself and others, and really steamrolling on a fantastic path of sports medicine excellence. So, Liam, thanks for joining the podcast.
0: Thank you very much for having me on.
1: Now, why don't you tell us how you got interested in sports medicine, which will parallel some other student stories, I'm sure.
0: Okay. Um... In my third year of medical school, we started our clinical attachments, and I started to go quite frustrated how uh, disease-orientated uh, a lot of our practice seemed to be, and uh, a, a lot of the experience I got was doctors seeing pathology and just instantly thinking that they needed to give out pills and tablets, and it sort of gave patients a sort of crutch to lean on, and it sort of perpetuated bad health behaviors. Um, and, I, and I think a lot of it grew from there so I, I was quite interested um, to think how can we work back and think could we have prevented this and I've always been quite an active person myself um, and I started to get interested into sort of the use of what is now termed sort of exercises medicine and I think it, it, it sort of rung through with a lot of the other students at Cardiff in my medical school um, and we started to sort of knock heads together and think about what was really going on and, and where were sort of the Problems in the undergraduate curriculum. I also, at the same time, was quite interested in the role of medicine in uh, looking after athletes and also optimising sort of athlete performance, and um, and therefore I started to try and get uh, work experience in these areas because it's not really involved in my curriculum. There is nothing set up currently really on the UK scene, well, or there was nothing set up. Um, And we all sort of agreed at Cardiff that it would have been nice and a lot easier for students if there was actually something in place where not only could we find out about what actually goes on in both exercise medicine and sports medicine, but also help us overcome a lot of the barriers that we started to face um, getting into the specialty and even just finding out what is available there. And so I decided with my colleague to set up a society at undergraduate level in sports and exercise medicine. Uh, And this has been going now for a couple of years and has gone from strength to strength. And we sort of look to formally bridge the gap between there being no uh, formal SCM teaching at an undergraduate level to being expected to know quite a lot in your postgraduate studies and then actually furthermore take the leap into the speciality. Um, And I think this probably brings us on to the fact that there's actually quite a lot of barriers in front of us actually trying to get into the speciality, because especially in the UK, for instance, uh, sports and exercise medicine is in its infancy as a speciality. And therefore, it's not represented on the undergraduate medical curriculum. So therein lies quite a large barrier. Um, and then I think from that, the next step is, well, if we want to experience it, we've got to organize our own experience and uh, shadowing opportunities. But unfortunately, it's quite tough to find a suitable environment to sort of learn, observe, and even participate in an elite uh, sporting arena. Uh, and it's, I also found it's quite frequently complicated with either insurance or trust issues with coaches, etc. And then furthermore, the fact that we couldn't get experience it sort of set off a cascade of we didn't really have any role models or mentors to either sort of follow their pathway or, or furthermore, to even get confidence from the fact that this is a pathway that we want to follow because we have no links to these people. And I think talking about the pathways, it's it's another sort of sticking point for students. Uh, And I think a lot of the listeners to this podcast will sort of buy into the fact that we're still quite unsure uh, as to what pathway to follow. It's quite easy to talk about interest and stoking up a sort of fire and enthusiasm for it. But interest can only take you so far. You need something tangible to sort of hang your hat on and say, this is where I'm going to go. Which sort of SEM training pathway are we going to go down? Now that it's a speciality, do we try and become a senior registrar in SEM or do we still stick with some of the traditional routes such as general practice or surgery, and just use uh, SEM as a specialist interest? Um, And I think... There really is a, a real fear of job security amongst the medical students considering this is a potential career because we're still not sure and there's not really been enough visibility from the governing bodies such as um, the Faculty of Sports and Exercise Medicine or even BASM, the British Association of Sports and Exercise Medicine, as to whether there'll be enough senior posts to either accommodate everyone that wants to do them or will actually, will there be sufficient funding to sustain Uh, I suppose, a central role for sports and exercise in the NHS. And I think these are sort of questions that not only face students, but I think need to be answered before, uh, as I said, you can take the leap into the speciality.
1: Yeah, it's good to go in with your eyes open. So tell us what you've done to overcome these barriers.
0: Once we've identified the barriers, um, at least I found that I could be quite proactive and try to overcome them using sort of my initiative. And I think I will keep coming back to it. Using your initiative is the biggest thing here. So as I said, I I set up the Cardiff uh, Sports and Exercise Medicine Society a couple of years ago. And I think for student listeners to the blog, I think that's a huge resource, not just Cardiff, but a a regional undergraduate society. If there's one local, I would highly advise joining that society. Um, Because as I said, they formally bridge the gap between the lack of education at undergraduate level and actual knowledge needed for postgraduate courses. Um, these societies will often run sort of regular feeding talks and may even help you to arrange that uh, shadowing experience or even on the other side of things, uh, get involved in the academic bits, so involved in sort of SEM-related research. And then you can dip your toes in the specialty and actually think, is this for me, rather than taking a large gamble on it. Something that I've also done now is because, as much as I'm telling people to join a regional society, there are only a few of us in the UK. Um, and so I'm now trying to set up, uh, it will be called the Undergraduate Sports and Exercise Medicine Society, so USEMS. And this society is um, going to sort of house members and get uh, students from across the whole of the UK. Um, We're gonna try and centralize all the information that might be relevant to the interested uh, student in SEM. And we're also gonna help set new regional societies up across the UK. But furthermore, we have started already with uh, we're working closely with SM and BASM as I mentioned, to try and uh, make sure that there are easy pathways for students to get the shadowing experience. And we're gonna try and encourage uh, those professionals working in sports and exercise medicine to put themselves out there as a role model as a mentor and offer advice Um, something that i have also done and have now started setting up for other students across the uk is part of the undergraduate curriculum allows us to tailor our course so i started doing this back in my third year and i did a a placement in sports medicine and i think this is a huge opportunity for students but i think whilst that's still being formulated and incorporated a perfect opportunity is for you to actually use your initiative and arrange your own placement in SCM and tailor it to what you may well be interested, whether it be sports medicine or exercise medicine. Um, Something that I also did is to further my interest is I undertook an integrated degree and there are several places um, across the UK, you could either do this in sports science or directly in sports and exercise medicine. And I think this, obviously offers a sort of another string to your bow but it once again it gets you involved in the academic side of things but also from that you're going to get opportunities uh, within those degrees to actually get um proper guided supervision in the field and, and this is is quite crucial really um i think the biggest thing generically for students and something that i found personally um is that you just really have got to get your name out there and network. Um, as I mentioned before, SEM is in its infancy here in the UK and it's at different levels across Europe and indeed across the world. But so doctors that are already involved in it are extremely busy pushing their own name. So you can't just wait for things to be given to you. You really have to use your initiative and actually get out there and network. And there's, there's, there's so many ways of doing this. Um, I think probably the best way. Uh, and we could talk all day about networking schemes but the best way would be to attend conferences such as in late november there's the basm conference uh going on which i'm sure is on the bgsm website and then there's also another conference uh, that i'm helping to organize this year um which which i'll uh, put up on bgsm as well on the 15th of december and this conference is specifically designed for undergraduate students and we'll be looking to advise them, uh, both medical and physiotherapy students, on sort of tips and pathways into their careers, and then furthermore, offer educational talks and practical experience in areas such as sports massage and sports taping. So I think that's what I would like as a big take home, uh, is the use your initiative, join societies, start networking, and then if you want to go further afield, I now, uh, through British Journal of Sports Medicine yourselves, we now run an Undergraduate's Perspective on SEM blog series, um, which we try and put up uh, as often as we can. And these, uh, these blogs are serving to highlight uh, sports and exercise medicine issues that are particularly relevant to students. Um, and I think this is more of a call to action. So students that are interested in it, I, I mean, we are, we'd love to hear your views on just to mention that for instance, uh, there'll be two um, blogs coming that one from Mike Lucemore, who's leading up the exercises medicine campaign in the u k and another from Peter Bruckner, who I think obviously everyone will know him um, and both of them are going to talk uh, on exercise medicine and sports medicine, and furthermore, they're going to offer their success stories their journey, and then at the end they're going to give tips for students of how to get involved and the best way about doing this and I think Students would do well to sort of take advantage of all of these opportunities we spoke about. So listening to the podcast, such as this and other podcasts, and then also contributing to the blog. And I think, as well as networking, it's a way to get your name to get your name out there, get people listening, and and I think you'll find as a student, doors will start opening for you. So I think I don't to not to keep going on and but um labour the point. But if you want to be involved in this speciality. You know, there are barriers, but it it is an extremely rewarding uh, and enjoyable vocation. And you just need to use your initiative, be a bit creative and be prepared to network and put your name out there and just show a bit of enthusiasm. And I think there'll be a lot of openings for everyone. Um, And and I think from my experiences and success stories, those are the crucial themes. And I think that's what people should sort of start to try and do or would be in my advice anyway.
1: Liam, that's fantastic. I think you've vivified all the points that you're trying to make. It's a pleasure to talk to you, and there's no need for me to add anything there. It's just a very articulate outline of the situation for our particular target audience of this podcast, which is uh, undergraduate sport and exercise medicine folks. I think everyone can learn from your points about networking, enthusiasm, and taking initiative. We'll leave it right there and ask folks to check on the web page where they can find other information about the undergraduate perspective blog which will come up regularly about the BASM conference and the specific undergraduate sport and exercise medicine conference in Cardiff in December. You've been listening to Liam West who is an undergraduate student at the University Hospital of Wales at the Cardiff Medical School and he's responsible as a Associate Editor with BJSM as for the Undergraduate Perspective on Sport and Exercise Medicine. Thanks for listening to this BJSM podcast. Follow up other podcasts on our homepage where you can find podcasts by specific speakers and experts or you can follow the titles and see what your area of interest is. You can also readily follow BJSM resources on Twitter. We're at BJSM underscore BMJ. Have an active day and thanks for joining this podcast. For more information about this program and other BMJ Group podcasts, please visit bmj.com.